Welcome back, everyone, to Click or Skip. I am Mike. And I'm Sean. And we give you brutally honest spoiler and non-spoiler reviews on the latest and greatest of popular movies and shows. And just a reminder to all you newcomers, we give you a short non-spoiler review first, followed by if we would, of course, click or skip. And then we head into a heavier spoiler review and finish it off with our final rating. So this week, we are doing a show overview of the series Kenobi. Woo! If you want to <laughs> if you want to celebrate it, <laughs> it's fine with me. Um, just let me go ahead and say a few things about it real quick. Um, just finishing it off, the final Rotten Tomato score, just because I like people to have this number in their head as well, so they can compare it against our own if they want. Uh, so the tomato meter was at 72%, and the audience score was at 63%. Now, we can talk about if we agree with that or not later on, but that's what it is. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and do our non-spoiler section first. Obviously, don't worry. We'll warn you when we're going into the spoiler one. Um, so what are your thoughts now that it's all over? Remember, keep it fairly brief and mm-hmm. overview broad strokes. Overview broad strokes, fairly brief. Yep. Overall, I thought it was um, pretty... Uh, milk toast mm-hmm. it did not tell us anything like different really right. uh, about the characters um that were involved um there were some moments where it tried to showcase certain characters uh, abilities um mm-hmm. but i also thought that was kind of landed flat um on almost every occasion and then uh, um the other thing is is I, the one thing that i really really did enjoy is James Earl Jones did bring his A game to this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one he he brought his A game and so uh you know it's just it's one of those things whenever yeah you, know, you hear Vader talk um you're like okay this is this is you know this is very nostalgic and I Yeah, I you're never going to feel you know? bad about that. Yeah. yeah. Um but that is you know it's one of those I I kind of walked away a bit a bit tired, you know. Mhm um because so you, you just didn't get what you wanted out of it is that mostly not, what it not is? even that as much as like it, it's just everything that revolves around star wars at this point right so like <laughs> right. if if you like if you don't like it then you know you're a terrible person if you do <laughs> like it you know you're, you're definitely living in a in a certain level of bliss which hey you know i'm jealous of you right um but at the end of the day like if you look at just the craftsmanship behind it Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was one of those, it, it, it didn't, there wasn't a moment that left me being awe-inspired and that's kind of what I look for, for a Star Wars that, you know, the, um, you know, I want the music and, and the scenes and the characters to line up and, you know, hit this moment where you're just like, oh, wow, that is either terrible or that's amazing or that's, it leaves you with the feelings, Right. Right. And unfortunately, Kenobi was um, uh, watered down so much. Um, whether or not they want to justify it by saying it was geared towards very small children who don't understand or appreciate the craftsmanship of film, or you know, they say like, "Oh, you're just your expectations are too high compared to the other ones." At the end of the day, I tell people, "This is Disney, right? It's a multi-billion-dollar mm-hmm. corporation. They have." all the resources at their expense every single one that they could ever want and what's interesting i'll go off on this tangent just to 
um, you know, honing on my point, and then I'll right. hand it to you. But um, what's interesting is I was watching a uh, interview with Sam Raimi about the Multiverse of Madness, and um, he told Kevin Feige, he's like, if I'm going to do this, I need, you know, uh, three storyboarders, I need, you know, um, two character designers, I need blah, 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 right? Um, right. Uh, costume designers, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave him the list. And Kevin Feige was like, actually, you're going to have like double or triple each one of those. Like we have the resources to, to, for what you need and we have them ready uh, tomorrow. We're right? Disney. <laughs> We're Disney. Like, but it just kind of gives you an idea of, of the level of, of um, resources that they have. And right. unfortunately, Kenobi just felt like the, like it, it felt like they had the money, but they didn't have. And I hate to say this because, you know, people take it personally, but it, they didn't have the talent. <laughs> like, um, and you could see the money, you know, in these scenes, but the way it was crafted was just very uninspiring to me. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's my full review of the entire show. Okay. Well, so for me, um, I definitely think the very last episode even though it had still had many issues with me. I think that, that it kind of helped a little bit, but overall, I just didn't get anything that I wanted out of this. And it left me in a lot of places even more confused as, mm. a, as a very big fan of the series and a lover of continuity throughout the foundation of, of a created world. Um, there was lots of question marks that I had uh, whenever the show closed and I was just left scratching my head for some of them. And that's not a great feeling for me um, just because I feel like there was lots of contradictions to things um, that we know happened or did happen or, you know, just the, the level of capability of different characters and stuff like that. And I know that that's super nitty gritty for some people, but for me it matters. And I'm sure because it matters to me, I'm sure a lot of other like big fans of Star Wars feel the same. And um, and, and if ahead. if you don't mind, um, yeah. The thing is, is like I always, whenever I'm watching something, I, I'm very attuned to this. I look for whenever I enter a state of flow, right? Mm -hmm. And I never realize it it happens until after the fact, and then I I look back on it and I'm like, oh yeah, that was the moment where I just was hooked and like I lost track of time and. Nothing else mattered. I didn't look at my phone, right? Right. And, um, you know, th there are series that, that do that, obviously. There's movies that do that for me. Um, and unfortunately, Kenobi was just, it, it, it didn't, there wasn't a single time where I was, like, totally enraptured, right? Right. right. Um, and that's the thing is, there are movies, and, and Michael will tell you, that, uh, you know, objectively, they don't have great continuity, right? Right. They, they don't have, you know... Uh, it, it doesn't respect, you know, the, the prior uh, episode or something like that uh, to its like fullest extent. But you get so enraptured in that current moment that it really doesn't matter. Right. Um, and I, I couldn't even forgive any of the continuity stuff because it didn't take me out of out of my headspace at all. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> for, for me, I think it's a sliding scale. If one thing is worse, then other things need to be higher. Yeah, you know what I, I, mean? I agree. I agree. So mm -hmm. so that's kind of where I fall on that, because I, I am willing to forgive certain things as long as they blow me away with others. So but that's the problem is that here I, I didn't get for the lack of substance that I felt that that this series generally had. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get any real wow factors besides one moment that just delivered on something that I I wanted to see visually 
in live action, just that we've only seen in the comics, really, and only been alluded to in live action. So I did get a bit of that, um, even though it wasn't perfection. Uh, but I did get just a little bit. I'll go to that into that uh, in the spoiler review a little bit. But yeah, other than that, I just I was really hoping for some more depth with certain characters, some more humanization, some more explanation, mm-hmm. especially for one of the characters specifically, which I'll go into later. But I just didn't get any of that. And there's like especially characters motives. A lot of it was just really contradictory to their ultimate goals. Yeah. And I, I there was the, just it was confusing. The- there was one moment, and I'll, I'll get to this in the spoiler mm-hmm. section, but it genuinely pissed me off, right? And yeah, and and Michael, tell, I like, think I, I know what this is, but yeah, uh, Michael, tell you like there, there are, you know, I I'm much more forgiving of Star uh, Wars. You are, you are. Like, um, I you know, for for all of Ryan Johnson's um, episode, right? I I thought it was really well filmed, you know, and we talked about this in in prior episodes, but this one, it I couldn't even say it was well filmed. Right. Like it it was there were moments like it was shaky cam all the time. And I was just (laughs) like, God, just hold the fucking like camera still. Like, Jesus, like Christ, (laughs) like and there it was like bad, too. And I was like, is it feel felt like I was watching like an indie film where like someone had, you know, um, like. Uh, gone against you know their promise to to not do crack cocaine and they're in the crack house right like <laughs> right. that's the, and, and the, the you know and that makes sense to have that camera uneasy during that time because you know it's it's not a you know foundational right like it, it feels right, right. you feel very vulnerable and stuff but like this was happening all the time like it wasn't just in those moments it was literally like a moment where you know these two characters need to like hone in on each other there needs to be focus you know right like, there's a dramatic moment dramatic right? moment and it's just yeah. shaking all over the place and i'm just like holy holy christ god almighty like just I, i'm getting sick from like just the movement of the camera so anyways yeah. like okay anyways well, i'll have to go we'll, back to you we'll <laughs> go ahead yeah no problem we'll, we'll go ahead and, and get into the spoiler section um now we'll <clears> let's <throat> give us the the rating of click or skip We'll mm-hmm. give you the more in-depth rating later on, as well as the reasoning for um, our opinions on this. But for you, what do you say? Should people watch it or not? Should they click it or skip it? Um, I'm I'm full skip. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, there are some uh, shows and movies where they're just they're cheesy, you know, goofy and like obviously are not like, you know, Sharknado and stuff. And I'm like, right. those ones I can even go and be like, hey, go watch that. That's ridiculous. But it, you're going to yeah. have a fun time. It's stupid, but it's entertaining. Yeah. I didn't even have fun watching this, if I'm being yeah. honest. Like, yeah, it's just total skip. So Yeah. For me, I would have, honestly have to say, even though I love the franchise, I would have to go with the skip with this one, too, just because there's really nothing if you if you don't see it you're not going to miss anything because that's that's really one of the problems it doesn't yeah. add really yeah. much of anything so um and in, in fact in some cases i think it actually detracts from it so yeah. yeah yeah that that's just kind of what it is for me it is a skip um but we'll go ahead and talk more about it with the uh spoiler section so we're going to kick on 10 seconds of music We are back. This is Ooh. it. No, like beyond this point, they're spoilers. So get out last chance. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and start deep dive into this stuff. Now, obviously, the last episode just aired. So I'm sure a lot of focus is going to be on that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what was your take on just the last episode really right now? <clears throat> you know, and I was texting you during this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. always text you during this kind of stuff. But <laughs> I was just the, the word I used to describe this episode was bizarre. It was very mm-hmm. bizarre to me. Like they they put certain emotional beats in the show and didn't deliver on them on the end. Right. Right. Um, one of and maybe. So real quick, can you guess? Do you want to guess which part pissed me off? Was it the very end when Kenobi was fighting Darth Vader? No, it was actually after that. OK, then so you I, don't I'm you don't know. Sure. OK, there. So here's the deal. Okay, and th- this just, man, this really just, oh, I was so angry. Um, I don't understand I, I, how I was, the part I said did not anger you. But well, the, the, I mean, I was, uh, I, uh, I was defeated during that moment. This moment, I was okay. actually angry, right? <laughs> okay. there, there's, so like, they spent this whole time, right? Kenobi's mm-hmm. hanging out with Leia. He earns her trust, right? Uh, she earns his trust, right? And mm-hmm. they build a bond, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whenever, uh, you know, she's being told that Kenobi's dead and stuff, she gets, you know, obviously she's, she's upset and affected affected by it. And, you know, they, I don't think they sold us on it completely as well as it could have been, but the, the idea was like, Hey, these two characters created a bond that is, you know, uh, will stand the test of time. Right. Mm Um, obviously, cause we, we see it happen in episode four. Right. Um, Kenobi, you're your only hope kind of thing, right? right? Um and there was the moment where she's, you know, at on her home planet and oh, the ship I, arrives. This, this okay. Actually and, my wife pointed this one out to me. And I was oh, I was livid, right? And um you know, they say something like, Oh, you know, guess who is here or whatever. And you see Kenobi walk out of the ship, right? And, mm-hmm. and clearly they hadn't seen each other in forever. She thought he was gone, right? Like, right. and probably died to Darth Vader and stuff. And she straight up walks past him. Uh, and they, 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 they cock tease us, right? With this whole, yeah. like, emotional, uh, you know, the payoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, she walks past him to, to get uh, to Lola. To get to, I guess Lola, this this stupid robot that has no personality, right? Yep. Um, and I was just like, in that moment, I was, I, I audibly said, "Fuck you, fuck you." <laughs> like that was the part where I was just like, "God damn!" Like these people are like sociopaths that are writing this shit, you know? Like, <laughs> like who who's who does that, you know? Like especially like a, a relationship with a kid, you know, and and you're kind of like a father figure type of thing, and. Yeah, I was just, I was utterly disgusted, uh, disgusted yeah, with that Yeah, it's funny, my, particular my wife situation. actually mentioned whenever, like, right after that, she yeah. was like, oh my god, she literally just, like, basically pushed him aside to get to the robot. Yeah, the, the guy and that I saved like, her, yeah. I was like, but you're right. <laughs> oh, god, yeah. it was, it was one of those, that was the moment where I was just like, I went from, like, being indifferent about this show to being like, no, fuck this show. Like, yeah. like that mine, was mine, too much for me. Mine came a little bit earlier than okay. that. Um, well, when so did yours just, come? <laughs> so my, my thing was, uh, and it's, it's weird cause it's kind of put in there with one of the best moments in it as well. Mm-hmm. And so let me just go ahead and, and break this scene down. Cause it's all about the fight with Anakin. Okay? okay. Um, so I was really glad that we at least got another fight because I really felt like some redemption was needed for Obi-Wan Kenobi after the pathetic fight in episode three. Yeah. 
Um, and I understand at that time he was, I've heard all of the excuses, you know, and I do agree with some of them. Like I know he's been locked off from the force and everything like that. So wasn't as strong with him, but just the way it was treated made him feel like, honestly, like such a little bitch yeah. compared to um, Anakin. And then to do this total 180. It, and now, that's, a, that's the thing. There's a, there's a difference between bitch and weak. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they could have portrayed him as weak. Right. Right. But, they made him just a bitch like in exactly. that that was frustrating so he, yeah. yeah he felt utterly useless yeah. in that moment and then to do a 180 where nothing had really changed that much mm-hmm. to now he's actively stronger than uh darth vader was just weird yeah so i, I thought that, that was just strange for continuity's sake it didn't make much sense to me I also thought that there was a really, really wasted moment. I have no idea why we were waiting that long for Obi-Wan Kenobi and why it wasn't put in there. I'm sorry, not Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, for Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, I I don't know, like, why it wasn't put there in a more impactful moment for him to finally hear from his master all this time. I really thought whenever he was buried in the rocks that we were going to get that montage along with a few words from Obi-Wan, I'm sorry, (laughs) from Qui-Gon. That would have been perfect to give yeah. him that extra bit of strength um, to to get himself out of that situation. Um, because although I do agree with what he was seeing and that motivation that he got from it, I just feel like that would have been the perfect cherry moment to top off that Sunday. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And then to kind of just throw him in at the end felt just lackluster to me. Oh, yeah. It um, was... I mean, like... I was glad to see him nonetheless, but yeah, it just it could have been handled so much more impactfully yeah and so that was an issue um well i think i'll let you that's part of the the biggest issue is that like like the story beats and the character placements Mm -hmm. like uh, with exception of tala i thought tala was just like totally unnecessary to to, for the story right i agree yeah um like literally like she was a plot device she was a plot device device. but even then like reva could have done everything that she done if they would have made a more compelling character out of reva right like yeah Reva could have been the person with her motives yeah reva could have been the person on the inside like i've I've already like retconned reva's character in my head (laughs) uh completely because i'm like like the potential for that kind of character is huge like someone who has gone through brainwashing is trying to do the right thing but you know is terrified of being exposed you know like right. and then it could have been like you know reva coming in and and you know making you know kind of pushing kenobi to to you know um to fight back right like that was the other thing right. is there was no moment where um and it's actually what is it called there's a moment in in every um you know hero's journey where it's like the um what is it the uh, the the dawn or something like that. Basically, it's the darkest moment of a character, and you know they they uh, overcome it, right? right. Um, and it would have been cool if like if Reva was actually you know a good character, and she was you know maybe there was a moment where her and Kenobi were off to the side when they're on their own, and she's like you know like because she's been conspiring to work with him, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes like, hey, you need to get your fucking head out of your ass. Like, I'm putting my life on the line. Like, I, I am this close. Like, they're suspecting everything from me kind of thing, right? right. And then, you know, let, let that be the moment where Kenobi's like, oh, shit. Like, I'm going to hurt another 
uh, Jedi. And maybe he sees like her younger self in that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he realizes like, oh, no, I have to I have to fight back. Right. Allow right. that to be the beginning of of that that arc of of him overcoming, um, you know, his fear and his doubts. Right. Um, or something like that. And then, you know, when he's under the rocks, then Qui-Gon comes in and, and gives him the a little pep talk that pushes him over the edge or, or a flashback of some sort, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it, that's the thing is like they're, they're, the beats were all there, but they just they floundered on every moment. And I was yeah. just like this execution is, was off. Execution everything. was off. Like like logically speaking, things would have made sense if it was in the right hands. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, just it felt like this was one of those where I, I don't know, you know, the history behind Deborah Chow at all mm-hmm. or what she's done in the past. Um, I should probably look into that, but, uh, basically it just, it felt like, felt very amateur if I'm, if I'm being honest, like it was, it was pretty rough. So yeah, I don't, I don't maybe that's the thing is maybe she's not, and I'm looking at her history and it's like American gods, Mr. Robot, better call Saul. Like she's got a good repertoire, but when it, like those have a certain aesthetic that is just completely different than an epic, right? Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm not, yeah, I'm just, overall, I'm not, not really impressed with the the direction of of this. Well, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, I think script is absolutely an issue. I know we mentioned this before, but like script acting and directing, right. But ultimately the yay or nay comes to the director with the acceptance of the script and the act, right. Yeah. So it is ultimately held in her hands to keep the standards high on both accounts. But, and, and there was definitely a, a lack of that. Let me just to finish off the the final thing that really angered me the most, though, um, I did really like seeing, uh, you know, Obi-Wan. I mean, I felt I felt the, the power of the force from uh, um, from Darth Vader, which was great. I, I love those powerful moments for him because he is incredibly powerful in the in the comics and the expanded universe. So uh, it was really good to actually see that. Mm-hmm. Um Obi-Wan came out, though, and definitely, like, overall, I felt, like, nearly as powerful, if not more powerful. And that was a little odd just because that's never the case. But that's a tiny thing that's more specific to me just taking from the expanded universe, right? So I'm not really holding that part against it. But the thing that did annoy me just, like, to to the bone, like, I just couldn't get it out of my system whenever I saw it, was that, okay, this was a guy who... He, we had let him, by him I mean Anakin, escape accidentally the first time, right? In episode mm-hmm. three, we he definitely, Obi-Wan thought he was dead, basically, right? But he left him alive at the very end there just, just to die, assumedly. And in this case, he found out that he did not die. He spent all this time dealing with him. You know that he's basically the biggest actor in the uh, Empire right now, right? That's doing mm-hmm. all of these terrible things. You meet him on the battlefield again. You get to the point where you end up luckily destroying him, right? And then you leave him again. Why? Yeah. I don't understand any of it. Like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay. And I, I was even audibly saying this. I was like, something's going to happen whenever they were having their little monologue, which I liked the monologue. Because one thing that I, I really wanted out of this was to humanize Anakin more, Anakin mm-hmm. slash Vader more, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But 
I was getting a little bit of that finally. And so I was like, something's going to happen. Vader's going to pull out an epic force push or something, manage to escape or Mm. someone's going to intervene, something like that. Because I'm like, obviously neither one of them dies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, instead, Kenobi just literally walks away knowing that he's going to survive because he's honestly less wounded now than he was before. Yeah. Whenever he walked away the first time. It makes zero sense. Why would you ever let the biggest villain in the galaxy walk away when you're, you know, supposed to be the hero of the galaxy? Mm -hmm. He even says, then you're not my friend, right? Like you're like my friend is truly dead. So he's it's no longer the the idea of Anakin in there holding him back. But then he chooses not to strike on that and just walk away. It makes zero sense at all. The moment that happened, I was like, this is utter trash in the right. Yeah. <laughs> so like literally there's, there's, yeah. there is no defense anyone could ever make on that to it, convince yeah. me. Otherwise. It, it was one of those, it, it lacks the, the whole show just lacks ingenuity. It lacks creativity, right? Like they, they, they got creativity aesthetic wise, but mm-hmm. like, as far as like the writing and the dialogue and like, so, and I know we, we've probably brought over some people over from our arcane series. Right. Right. But the thing, the thing that kept blowing my mind whenever I was watching arcane is the, the smart people had smart things to say. Right. right. And one of the characters I adored because he didn't speak a lot, but when he did, you just walked away going, that was, that was such a silky smooth line that they just said They you know, they're <laughs> proud of that one, you know, right. like it was, it was a uh, cinched, right? So right, there's right, right. a, there's a moment where, you know, this uh, kid comes up and he's, he's like, uh, it, it, they're talking or whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, uh, what does he say? Uh, brilliant minds are often, you know, uh, isolated or something like that. And, um, at the end, he's like, here, come with me. We can be loners together. And that, mm-hmm. that juxtaposition of loners together, like just blew my mind. I was just like, that's such a good line. Like, holy shit. And that's the thing is Kenobi, like, I mean, these are like, this is an epic. Like these are characters that, you know, they've, they've lived for a long time. Like they should have smart things to say. Right. Right. Um, especially Kenobi. Right. And there just wasn't a moment, and it, I think I realized just how dumb it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I realized how dumb it was uh, uh, from, the, from the get-go, but, like, I didn't quite understand the gravity of stupidity until he gives her this lecture of basically, you're smart, you're, you know, beautiful, you're talented, like, and I was just like, like, what is this? Like, I was just kind of like, okay, like... Like, yes, like this is something that you would say to a kid that's probably doubting themselves and stuff like that. But like the moment didn't really like call for it. And it was one of those. It felt like he was riddling off a checklist. Like there wasn't, you know, like it would have been cool if he's like, you remember whenever, you know, you did you did this or something. And then, you know, but you were able to overcome it, like because you're smart. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever this happened, like you were able to do this because you had the courage to do it, you know, like and kind of link it logically. Right. Um, for the viewer, right. just to be able to kind of go like, OK, like, but he just riddled off a list of just basic traits. And I was like, this oh, now is which, not uh, just just to clarify, you're talking about the, the scene with yeah, um, when they reunite at the end. No, no, no. This is whenever he reunites with Leia 
Um, oh, you know. that scene. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I was just like, number one, I was already turned off just by the way that the characters treated each other. Right, but also, right. like, that whole scene, I was just like, this is really stupid. This is dumb. Like, this does not, like, this doesn't, you know, uh, make the characters more profound or impactful or leave you with feels that make you go like, oh, shit, like, you know. And, and that's the thing is, you know, I have no problem with Leia being kind of snarky and stuff. But like they didn't even leave room for for her to have any sort of, you know, vulnerability or or, you know, like for her to to like doubt herself, you know, in in moments of crisis. Like it was always just like, oh, I'll do it. And then he's like, do what she said, you know, and it was it was one of those. I was like, what is she overcoming? You know, like, well, like, what's the obstacle? There isn't any obstacles like the obstacle is that she was kidnapped. Like so she's a victim. Right. She's uh, the obstacles are, are stuff that's just completely out of her control and she needs someone to help her with. Right. Rather than giving her obstacles that she can cut overcome herself, that she doesn't need, you know, uh, someone to do it for her. Right. And right. I was just kind of like I was just kind of flabbergasted because like you can you go watch the Goonies, man. And like that's how you write kids, you know, like <laughs> it's and I, I was I was watching uh, Kung Fu Panda three recently. Um, and you know, do they do anything that's innovative, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's maybe some stuff there, but it's, it's mainly a generic plot line, but they execute on it so well that you don't care. You know, if you've seen this plot line before, you're like, right. you love it. And you just walk away going like, man, that was so cool. Whenever he fought this character and like, you know, shit turned up and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's a good emotional payoff with like, you know, um, you know, his, his um, the characters, the, the characters that are, the relationships that he's close with and the characters hug at the end, like, you right. know, basic <laughs> shit. Right. That you're just like, yeah, that's what I want. I want I want the characters to hug and, and to value each other, you know, like and uh, after this, I was just like, like, the, n- number one, it's 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 clearly people. The writers are surrounded by sycophants. Right. That just, mm-hmm. you know, head nod and, and yes, man, yeah, just, just yes go man. like like, oh, yeah, no, that's a great idea, even though it's absolutely terrible. Um, and then the other thing is, is it just, it feels like, like no one's steering the ship at all. It's mm-hmm. like, Hey, here's like, like, that's the thing is, you know, and I hate to draw this comparison cause you know, it, it can be not fair, but you know, for all of Marvel's faults, Kevin Feige has had his hands on the, the reins most of the time. Right. Yeah. There's, there's been, you know, here and there where you're kind of like, this was not, this is not the way, you know? Um, but for the most part, like he had a vision and he was able to execute on that vision up until Infinity War. We'll see if he's got more visions after this. But um, but with Star Wars, it just it feels like there's no vision holder. You know, Kathleen Kennedy is, is not executing um, to the same degree. But she doesn't have a vision. Like she clearly right. doesn't have a vision. She 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 has she has a um, a uh, just a, a a buzzword. Right. And she's like Kenobi Mandalorian, you know, Boba but, Fett, like. Let's build around this buzzword, right, that people um, are in love with rather than like because it's the thing is like Kevin Feige, like like Iron Man was not popular. He's right. never been popular until Iron Man was put on in with in Robert Downey Jr.'s hands. Iron Man was not popular. Right. Right. Uh, Thor was not that popular. Um, Captain America was definitely not that popular. Like the, the most popular people were Fantastic Four, uh, X-Men and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Like those are the ones and Kevin Feige was able to go like, Hey, we're not going to worry about that stuff. We're going to, you know, build these characters out 
because we're going to make people love them. We're going to make people love them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so in a way there was more on the line. So, uh, Kevin and his team had to execute. There was more, uh, there was more, I don't want to say he was more desperate, but there's just more on the line in that moment. Right. And, um, yeah, it just, it feels like nothing is really on the line for Star Wars. It all feels like it's just a little too cushy. Everyone's got, you know, too easy of a paycheck, like, to, <laughs> and, and it's just like, well, we, we need to make it to where there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of angst behind it, a little bit of more like, hey, we, we have to really hone in and execute on this. But yeah, I just, yeah. I never got that feel the entire time I was watching. I, th- I think the two big issues here, just on an overview of the series, just specifically speaking with Kathleen Kennedy, who holds the reign for the Star Wars fran- mm-hmm. franchise. Um, I think that there's definitely some writing of coattails going on. Like, I think that they are definitely, you know, um, just clinging on to a legacy of a franchise that people universally loved from before. Yeah. And it's slowly sucking the soul out of it. Yeah. Um, because people can only def- or defend the series based on older movies for so long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's kind of a problem. And, and I definitely think that by moving to a new era, which is it, it is already announced. That is what they're going to be doing. We're going to be getting away from this era. Hopefully, they'll find their own two feet to stand on there. Mm-hmm. But I also 100% agree with you that there is a little bit of a sense of like too big to fail going on. Yeah, where they just they're like, oh yeah, we'll just throw things against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Right? They're not yeah. mindfully thinking about let's craft something and make sure it sticks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I definitely feel like there's a lot of that going on. And I think, you know, maybe I'm wrong about this, but like I feel like there's a genuine lack of passion from Kathleen Kennedy whenever it comes to this. Of course, she says she's been a fan of Star Wars for so long, blah, 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 blah. But anyone I mean, she, that's hired in that position yeah. is going to say that no matter what. It, but and she's, just, she's been working with George Lucas, like, almost from the, the get-go. You know, I know she right. worked with him on the, the prequel trilogy, you know, so it's... But it's, it's like, just so contradictory to what we've seen. Every, yeah. Since she's taken over, it's literally been almost every time a miss, miss, miss. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious and, to see and what's even, going on. Even the hits aren't like, they don't have the lasting impression that that they need, you know, like, uh, like Rogue One. Well, it's because they're constantly right? tainted by messes that come afterwards, yeah. I feel. Yeah, um, They would be able to thrive more if they were in an environment with, you know, like-minded success basically yeah I, i'm um, just gonna say you know yeah before before we move on to the next thing like the star wars people just need to go watch kung fu panda <laughs> just understand what it that's takes the cure <laughs> to deliver on like a good story okay right, like right, right. like not a complicated story it's very simple all right like it's made that's made for children right kung fu panda mm-hmm. and it executes better than Kenobi, who is, which is supposedly made for children, right? Yeah. Um, well, I think there is so, yeah. a defense of, of it. It's made for children. And I think to a point, it, it certainly is made not exclusively for children, but to include children. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that I think to have impactful stories that last um, generations, you have to not talk down to children. Yeah. And you, you shouldn't dumb it down because children are involved. Yeah, children yeah. are smarter than you were as a child. Yeah, <laughs> and trust that's me. Al- yeah, that's always been like literally statistically the IQ of a child. Every generation goes up. 
yeah. the average IQ. So like we are getting smarter and smarter and kids can handle more and more and dumbing oh. things down as an excuse, which honestly I feel like is just really an excuse to be lazy about yeah. it saying, yeah. oh, kids will like it anyways, is not the way to go. Yeah. Um, it, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Perfect example of mature themes <laughs> within a kid's movie. Like, but just dream. I'm telling you, DreamWorks. You secretly just, work for DreamWorks. I'm, I'm just you? telling you, man, DreamWorks, they, they know what, what they're doing. You know, I, I, Madagascar, I don't know. But, you know, uh, with, with Kung Fu Panda and, and How to Train Your Dragon and Shrek, they, yep. they know what they're doing, you know. So. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. Yeah, front. But yeah. let me just finish off with the uh, just my last little thoughts about Vader here, just mm-hmm. because these are things that. I was really looking for uh, uh, something to humanize him more. All we've seen is whenever he has a suit on, it's big, mean Vader, right? Like, uh, he's only just hardcore, like, I don't give a shit about anything. Get me the vil- or get me the person I'm looking for, or mm-hmm. I'll kill you, right? And we got to remember, there's a person inside that suit. And, you know, that kind of attitude, like one-dimensional attitude, might have uh, flown before, but... And it was fun for a while, but I feel like we can handle creating more depth to a character now. And considering this character had at least it was poorly executed, but the reasoning for his switch is pretty insane and powerful. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand, like, in theory, um, why he did what he did. Now, it was incredibly poorly executed in episode three, the live action series mm-hmm. or movie, because I mean, like literally it didn't make any sense why he made this swap. Um, if you actually watch what happens and pays attention to why he goes over. Yeah. Um, it genuinely doesn't make any sense. So, but you know, for what they were trying to do, like this is still a person inside. You got to see a little bit of that whenever he broke his mask um, and the lightsaber duel. And I'm, I'm really glad you got to hear the voice of, Hayden Christensen as well mm-hmm. as um, James Earl Jones. Uh, yeah. Yes, James Earl Jones. That kind of just helped you have those two voices coexist in your mind, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was cool. But yeah, I just I really wanted more, and this was not the first time we've seen a similar scene like this. And I, I always I, I see it as a a proof of failure. Actually, whenever I'm comparing these similar scenes. And how they weren't done as well as the animated series that they have in Rebels and Clone Wars. Yeah. Because there's literally a scene where Ahsoka Katana, she basically zipped into a fight to save someone who was battling Vader. And she ends up hitting his mask at one point. And keep in mind, she was the pad one of um, Vader or Anakin, Mm -hmm. whenever he was Anakin. And you get to see his eyes behind the mask for a moment. And you have this moment of hesitation. And humanization behind it. And literally words weren't even spoken that moment. And you felt it all. Yeah. And they were coming close to it here, but it just didn't execute on that same level. And I'm like, I got way more out of that scene than I did on this scene. Well, and then it, to, to top it all off with just mm-hmm. like leaving him at the end, it was it was just the worst. But it's, yeah. it's one of those, you know, we, we can go on for days as far as the mishandling of Star Wars. But I, I like to look at it as a broader sense, you know, like like if if. If someone was to do this with Arcane, uh, I'd I'd be picketing in front of goddamn Riot Games, you know. Like, That's true. Yeah. Like it, it would. It's one of those things. Like I have my IPs that I'm in love with. They may, you know, it's like Full Metal Alchemist. It's it's uh, you know Hannibal. It's it's stuff like that, right? Like, but all I all I ask is to treat 
these characters with respect and decency that, you know, got them that, that following in the first place, right? Yeah. Like, and um, yeah, it just, it feels like, it, it feels like, no, you're going to have what we're giving to you rather than, hey, we're doing this all for the fans, you know? I think Top Gun Maverick is a perfect example of just how to execute on you know, uh, an IP that, that's been, you know, um, that, that's an older IP, right? Right. Um, they introduce new characters, right? But they pay homage to the old ones, but they don't dwell on the past either, right? They, they focus on, you know, hey, you know, these new characters that are here, they're interesting. We believe in them. Let's, let's do this kind of thing. And their over-reliance on older characters tells me that they don't have the confidence to introduce new characters that are compelling and and you know after seeing the way they treated you know reva's character like i i fully believe that you know there's a reason why they don't have the confidence to do it you know yeah um so and that's a that's another thing i just want to mention real quick i just overall at the end of the day whenever it came to reva's character you had this you know it's a it's a simplification of it but you had someone that was aggressively hunting and killing jedi to then avenge jedis do you know what i mean like yeah. she was literally yeah. her goal was to try to avenge the younglings that she grew up with as, who were jedis but in order to do that she was killing and hunting jedis constantly just to try to get closer to to someone yeah so it just didn't make much sense to her ultimate goal and i feel like even if you even that's you know a watered down simplification of everything that happened that shouldn't this shouldn't equal that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and what's interesting is a lot of the actions should have been reversed between her and the uh, Inquisitor, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like it should have been the Inquisitor that threw the the knife at the civilian in the first episode, and she stops it, right? Exactly. And she's like, you know, we have to get people on our side. We cannot just rule through fear. Like Vader wants it this way, or something like that, right? Like, mm -hmm. or or the Emperor wants you know buy in kind of thing. You whatever, right? Like, let her, you know. Uh, have her peace kind of thing but they reversed the roles and so it made her out to be like this this maniacal villain that they're like no sympathize with her now and i'm like no no she's yeah, a maniacal like, villain yeah like, I, at the end there she's, whenever, be, she's crazy like <laughs> yeah at <laughs> yeah. the end there wherever they tried to give her her redemption right i was like mm, not really <laughs> like yeah i mean well, thanks was... for not ultimately killing a innocent child i guess yeah <laughs> like 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 if i was if i was the you know the adopted father in that moment i would have been furious right like get oh, your yeah, hands off absolutely. him you know kind of thing and they just kind of like didn't have anything to say and i was just like this is and that was the moment where i was just texting you. i'm like this is so bizarre this is so bizarre like it just yeah all the emotions and actions do not align with each other at all and yeah. um, whenever you, you know, that's the thing is, yes, you can have like actions that don't line up with, uh, you know, what you're expecting, but you need to deliver on that moment and you need to like steer it towards it to where you, you look back on it and go, oh, that makes sense that they made that decision now that I'm looking back on it. Right. Those but, are like, the perfect movies right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. The second but, watch actually makes you notice more. Yeah. But they didn't yeah. do that with this at all. Not at and all. Not and they all. just expected us to buy it. And that's you know and i i hate doing this sometimes but so like i'm in sales right mm -hmm. and i always equate like this kind of stuff to sales sales like you have to sell me on it it's not just like oh i made a good story you have to sell me on the story and make me go like oh yeah i'm i'm buying what you're putting down you know or right. i'm picking up what you're putting down kind of thing and they're they're just they didn't even try to pitch it to me you know like mm -hmm. it it felt kind of like 
like a, well, here's, uh, this is what you ordered. Here you go. You know? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like I, I, I could just cancel this subscription. It's not a big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's very, it's, it's bizarre because it's, it's not even like, I can't even say that it's marketing driven. It, it's very much more hubris driven than anything now. Um, yeah, well, like this I, infallible, like perception of, of themselves. So, yeah, yeah. And I feel like a good indication of, of like the fact that things need to change, that your execution was off, like is very evident in the fact that, you know, like literally average Joes are coming up with better, more cohesive yeah. I, I'm not, scripts yeah, and I'm, ideas for characters. And I'm, I'm not a, a big Star Wars guy. Like I'll, I'll go right. watch them. But I've always thought they're kind of goofy, you know, and I'm mm. just kind of like, hey, that's it's just not my IP. You know, I've got my IPs that I that I adore. Right. And I, I tend, tend to try to stay in my lane. But I'm like, aren't aren't I, I'm the person that you want to sell on this more than anyone else. Right. Like I'm the, mm. I'm the average kind of like dorky guy that wants to, you know, pick up, get into a new IP and go go buy all the toys and stuff like that. Right. Like I want to buy they 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 want people like me to buy the six hundred dollar Darth Vader figure. Right. Right. And um, but I, I, after this, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not buying any figures. I'm not I'm not interested at all. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to go spend three thousand dollars at, um, you know, Starship Cruiser, you know, oh, yeah. Um, you, you know, <laughs> and I was actually contemplating doing that for like a just a trip. And then, you know, as Star Wars started to go in the decline, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm just I think they need to get their act straight before I, I give them three thousand dollars, you know, uh, yeah. for a vacation for a two night stay, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Escape room kind of thing. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's one of those if it really was marketing driven, then marketing would have understood, hey, like this is our avenue to make money at the parks and stuff like you got to you got to execute on this. Right. And right. It, and it didn't even feel that. So, yeah. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, it's just it's just unfortunate that there's a lot of mispotential in this. Um, you know, I, I am glad that we got, you know, to see a few things more just fan servicey things of characters showing up or or just uh, kind of getting to the dotted lines of what happened with this character between this time period that we haven't seen before. Like, for instance, I knew obviously that Qui-Gon had to speak to Obi-Wan at some point where they teased it several times throughout the show. I'm glad I finally got to see it. it wasn't where I, I would have put it at all, but at least it was still there. And I, I did definitely did enjoy seeing him and it made me feel happy to kind of see them together again. Yeah. Um, so there, there was that there was some, a few brief redeeming moments for me, but not enough to make up for, for everything that happened. So with that being said, let's go ahead and give our, our final ratings out of 10. What would you give it as a series as a whole? Series as a whole. Um... It's a toughie. I think it's one of those. I can't even be bothered to care about it. <laughs> like, so it's like, like, how do you even grade that? You know, like it's definitely right. below a five. We know that. Mm -hmm. uh, what what justifies it being a three? You know, like right. I, I don't even know if it justifies that. Like, because it, I there wasn't even like a moment that I can like remember and go, oh, that was so cool. I love that moment. Like, so I I I'm I know this is harsh, and I I'm very like I I try my best to see the the the, the brighter side of things, but um 
I'm gonna give it a, a two. Like, yeah, it's it was we bad. love what we love, we hate what we hate, but we do it with passion either. Yeah, either way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Okay, so for me, I'm gonna have to give it a four out of ten, and I honestly think that that's me being a little bit more generous. Yeah. Just because I was I so swooning yeah. at the IP a little <laughs> bit, because um, you know that's like you know it, it, the IP matters to me a lot. So on one well, side. And, and, I can, and I did that with the Batman, you know, right, like right, I, exactly. I, I was far more critical on the Batman. You're far more critical. So. I, I swoon for the Batman more. Yeah. Um, but we can both agree that at least that had some craftsmanship in it. But um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do agree. <laughs> I do agree. That. Um, but yeah, so that, that would have to be my rating on it. Um, this one was a little bit longer than we hoped for like single episode ones. But yeah. actually, I think this one was about right for a series wrap up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll try to keep it a little bit shorter for um, just regular episode to episode and, ones. And, and final, final disclosure, don't take our opinion uh, personally. OK, like, yes, definitely this is, don't do that. this is, you know, you're going to hear things that you're going to be like, these guys are idiots. Right. Like you're going to hear that. <laughs> and that's OK, because at the end of the day, this is pop culture. It's it's inconsequential compared right. to the, everything else that's happening in the world. Right. Like this is, um, you know, so, you know, just just you know take take it in stride and you can disagree with us we we hope you you know voice that disagreement right yeah um, absolutely. and maybe we can find uh some uh some avenues of um you know commonality so yeah i think i think you know i just the same as everyone else i think i have you know people that i i like to speak to i mean e- even to a micro scale with with you like mm-hmm. we have disagreements on things that we like all the time whenever it comes to movies and shows but oh, yeah. um you know, at the end of the day, though, like it's just respectfully disagree. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what you got to focus on. So by all means, you know, watch it all day long if you want. If it tickles your fancy, fine with me. I'm not going to be upset. No. Um, but let's go ahead and wrap it up there. So thank you all very much for listening to Click or Skip. Uh, make sure to join us again with the next episode. We're going to be doing, I believe, uh, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. um, the next episode of Miss Marvel. So tune in for that. And yeah, make sure to find us on Twitter right now. We're probably going to make its own Twitter for the show fairly soon. But for right now, at Chronicles of Runeterra for our Twitter, for our Arcane Pod, you can look at us there. And our DMs are open. So, you our, know. Yeah, you can feel free to slide into the DMs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep, and then, keep it appropriate. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep it, keep it fairly PG. Yeah. Um, <laughs> little PG 13 is fine, you know, but exactly. uh, yeah, no R. Okay. No. <laughs> yes. No hard R's. Please. No hard R's. <laughs> All right. And then last thing is just because Spotify, it allows you to do this now. And I, I love this feature. Um, I'm going to put on there. If you were, if you would click it or if you would skip it as an option. So make sure to take that poll whenever you go on to Spotify and listen. Um, also, please leave us a five-star review on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. You can leave written reviews there. And if we get some written reviews, we'll go ahead and read them off for the five-star written reviews in our ep- our own version of the uh, epic movie voice. We'll do our best to emulate that. All right. So that's pretty much it for this one. So thank you guys very much for tuning in once again, and we will see you next time. Peace.